What does Colgate mean by live life to the brightest? Could it be a rich glass of red sipped inside a Parisian cafe on a snowy night when my gaze is met by a tall, mysterious... I mean, brushing is directed with Colgate Optic White Pro Series Toothpaste gives you a visibly whiter smile in just three days so you can live life to the brightest and finish that glass without worrying about teeth stains. Colgate Optic White. Find it at all major retailers. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hi, this is Amir. And this is also Amir. And you're listening to the You Don't Love Me podcast. Life from the perspective of a gay South Asian married couple. Enjoy. Are you ready, babes? I'm ready. Oh, no, I'm not ready. Are you ready? <laughs> Let me have a sip of water, then I'm ready. You said that with a lack of determination. I'm ready. I'm ready. I can't do it. I can't do the accent with the pressure. Okay, shall we? Uh, shall I guide you through it? Go, go for it. So instead of saying I'm, you say um. I'm ready. There we See, go. See, no, but I can do I'm it. I'm ready. I usually can do it like you do it, but like, I don't know why I can't do it right now. Okay. I think it's because of the pressure, the social pressure right now. Okay, but can you do this? Follow me. I'm sorry to hear that your grandma passed away, yeah? I really don't want to do that. I honestly am sick of hearing it. <laughs> Genuinely sick of hearing it. He says it like nearly every fucking day, everyone. Okay, well, what are you not sick of hearing? Um, Adele's new album, which I haven't heard yet, but by the time this episode is out, I would have heard, and it's amazing. Well, I have heard it because I'm recording this episode on the day of the... <laughs> the day that the episode has been released. And do you know what? Okay, should we do two edits, depending on when we release it? Listen, album? no. I'm going to keep them both in. Okay, do you know what? I can't wait for Hadell's album. It's it's just to it's incredible. I mean, I feel like it's going to be really good. And I've read some reviews today, by the way. It's going to be a cultural reset. You know, I think Rolling Stones reviewed it five stars, and um, Adele, before it's even released, Adele's had two albums that have had five stars from Rolling Stones. I'm sure it's Rolling Stones. And Rolling Stones, she's one of the only artists ever to have um, five stars twice by Rolling Stones. I think the other ones are. For Kanye West and maybe a few more. Oh, how amazing. So only a few artists have had two five-star albums from Rolling Stones. So they're very... Um... Do you know what? I bet it's not even Rolling Stones anymore. Shit. Do you know what? If I'm wrong, can someone not like attack us, please? When we get something wrong, can you just fuck off? Yeah, because Rolling Stones is very exclusionary. <laughs> what about us sharp boulders? <laughs> get out. Um, And the second... I'm edit. ready. The second edit, are you ready, babes? I'm ready. The second edit is when we've heard the album. <gasps> oh my I'm broken. God. Wow. I'm a new woman. I'm broken. I drink wine. I love that song so much. I broke up with my husband just so that I could enjoy the album Honestly, more. Honestly, do you know what? That one song, I forgot what it's called, but it's a seven minute song. It's one of the best vocals I've ever heard. I did not read that in a review today, but it's one Wait. of the best vocals I've ever heard. Wait, hang on a minute, hang on a minute. There's a seven minute song. You heard it, remember? God, yes. Apparently, it's, I mean, when I apparently, hit that, it's just the piano and her voice, babe. When I hit that play button, mama, it was all over for your mama. It was done. Beyonce, what? Oh my God, that was, oh, 
that was the thing. When we were watching um, Drag Race the other night, um, the UK one, they were like, oh yeah, do you know when you get when you get in your head and you just keep fucking up the lines? Yes. Like, I don't know who, who was it that was doing that. I think it was Ella Vidae. And Ella Vidae is really talented. And she kept doing it. I went, oh, that's like, it's like that time on Drag Race. It's like that time when we recorded content with you and you kept fucking it up, didn't you? <laughs> I eat her, lol, me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and you kept fucking it up Seven all the time, right? No, I think it was someone else as well. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, it's hard. And then that was it. Beyonce, what? That was the thing that I was thinking about. No, I tell you what it was. It was when we were doing the um, suicide prevention video. Yeah. And I was trying to say it in Urdu, and I just kept fucking up the oh, line. I fucked, I, right. You'll oh, see, yes. You'll see yeah. the finish where I was in my head. When you get in your head, it's so hard. No, but when you get in your head, it's so scary. Because you're like, <laughs> I'm going to fucking set the world on fire. And it's really funny because then, then you're like, should we have a break? I'm like, no. And then I just get it. You're like, no, I can do it. I'm perfect. I will sell this house today. Very, and I do. Very confusing. <laughs> very I honestly, I get so angry. It's like, no, why is anyone? No one should be around me when I get in my head when we're doing if we're doing content or doing anything. Don't be near me. Yeah, and but there's been a couple of times when I'm like, babe, would you like a cup of tea? And you're like, yes, I would like a cup of tea. <laughs> and then you sit and drink it. And I do like, not talk like that fucking sex monster of big like, mouth. You sounded like that one that needs the subtitles. Oh <gasps> <laughs> if you have not watched Big Mouth, do it. My favorite character is Lola, though. She's oh my god, Jay! <laughs> I'm totally gonna suck your toe. <laughs> Big Mouth is a phenomenal. What is Big Mouth? Can you tell everyone about Big Mouth? You introduced me to it. Okay, so Big Mouth is a cartoon um, that is about a load of really horny teenagers who are discovering their bodies and going through. Gross, disgusting changes. <laughs> and they all have hormone monsters and there's a shame monster and they have a depression cat and they're all like kind of invisible <laughs> to adults, but they're around there. And, and one fucks a cushion. And oh yeah, and there's a kid who's bisexual because he fucks a boy cushion and a girl cushion. But then like he's into boys and girls as well. And that's it's what, just what bisexual really is. funny. Uh wow, how dare you assume what bisexuals oh, are? Fuck off. It is the age of offense. You girl. You cannot do that. So yeah, that's, that's Big Mouth. Yes. And that's Adele. Um, what else what, what was... Yeah, how... Okay. Hello, everyone. Welcome. <laughs> do you know what? The... You probably didn't understand half of the stuff we were talking about then. It's fine. Nobody listens to this anyway. Mm-hmm. Welcome to the You Don't Love Me podcast. My name is Amir, and this is my husband, also Amir, and we are here to entertain you. Do you see how we just mansplained? He didn't even let me introduce myself. Do you see how he just took control of wow, my life? That is very... Um, neurodivergent of you. Stop it. <laughs> hey, listen, it's just a joke. Let's just calm down everyone. Do you know, he always tells me off like, you shouldn't do this and you shouldn't go out there and say things like this and blah, blah, blah. And he says stuff all the time. Yeah, because I say it as a joke and you're like, you're a fucking piece of shit and you are stupid. Yeah, but I only say that to people that are like transphobic and Tories and stuff. Okay, well, how about this then? Why don't you say something controversial that you've wanted to say that I have stopped you from saying? Go. I don't think anything I've w- wanted to say is controversial, though. I think you just want me to err on the side of caution. Okay, so what is there? What? Give me an example of something that, listen, this is a safe space. This is an open floor for you. This is your golden opportunity, Ahmed. Wow. Oh my God, how amazing am I that now you have a opportunity. Yeah, now you're getting scared. You can see your little Chester Cat grin going, oh my God, now I get to say it. Say something that I have told you to not say an uh, error on the side of caution. You can say it now, bitch. Go and say it with your chest. And Boris Johnson's a piece of shit. Oh, come on. You can do better than that. No, I'm not going to go further because you can tell me after later. I, girl, 
you listen. He's put me on the spot, and that's not very nice. Is it? Let's just say it's good. Uh, it's a good job that some of Who our. Who is the bully here? Let's just say that it's a good job that some of our podcast episodes are no longer available, especially our Chronicles of Corona. Yeah, because apparently yeah. I went too far. Because what we said about the government. Um, I stand by everything I say. Yeah, me too. I No, I truly do. Like, this government, oh my no, God. No, as in what I'm trying to say is you've said worse than Boris Johnson is a piece of shit. Maybe I have, maybe I haven't. Okay, do you know what? Moving forward, I will no longer tell you to um, err on a side of caution. Okay. You say whatever you want, ha, sweetheart. Ha, ha, ha. There we go. Today, you get to say whatever you want. Pop off, sis. Gendered man. <laughs> Drag me. <laughs> <laughs> um, today, we are talking, believe it or not, about mental health. Why did you really want to talk about this today? Because, do you know what? I think that we have a level of responsibility to our listeners to be open and honest about uh, who we are and what we're about and what we're going through. You don't have to share everything. And believe it or not, we probably don't share about 90% of what goes on. But um, sometimes I think there's certain things that are important to talk about because they serve the greater good. Um, And it kind of makes you human, you know? I am not a human bitch. Look, you're not a human bitch. Then what are you? <laughs> a dog bitch. <laughs> Anywho, I just wanted to ask why you think, you know, in recent years, especially, um, you know, we as humans have really pushed this topic of mental health and made it really crucial. Why? Because it's sexy and current. Okay, elaborate. Yeah, well, you know, everything has trends, everything has cycles, you know. One year you'll be doing the minorities and being like, yay, what about healthcare with minorities? And then it's like, okay, well, these ones are boring because we've heard of them. We need to find the next exotic one. And I think it's the same with healthcare. It's the same with everything. It's like, we're going to do this now. We're going to do this now. We're going to do this now. But with mental health, I think one difference is that previously it was very much around almost denying mental health. Before a lot of it was like, well, you know, the child is just difficult or they're just stupid or, you know, they just have rage and God intended for them to be this way. And, you know, blah, 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 blah. Now I think we've started taking a holistic approach. Uh, but also I think it, there has been a national drive for it as well, um, whereby we've started saying, OK, well, this is happening. Why is it happening? What's causing it? And we're beginning to get down to the uh, nitty gritty almost as a preventative measure. And I think from a scientific point of view, that is the reason why we've indulged in these conversations. Say, for example, you know, there is absolutely no reason um, to justify um, some of the horrific crimes that people have done. But there's always a trend, almost almost always a trend. Mass murderer, um, they were a psychopath who just wanted attention and they just wanted to be validated and seen. And they had a really difficult upbringing and they were abused as children. And so they had a lot of, uh, a lot of rage that they, did, that they didn't know what to do with. Now, if you had measures put in place to identify that type of child, to have telltale signs to say, right, this child looks like as if they come from an abusive household or a victim of abuse, and we're going to take a holistic approach and we're not just going to put them in a foster home and make sure they behave themselves. We're going to put um, uh, things in place 
to help support their mental health. I think to myself, would that help save a child or would they, would it help them not commit crimes? But then also like, you know, on a day-to-day basis where people are struggling and they're having mental burnout and they're unable to perform uh, on a daily basis, particularly with a younger generation, you know, it's not a physical manifestation in the same form as a heart attack or an amputated leg. You know, it's very much a mental state of mind. And I think, um, when all else fails, you you kind of have to dig deeper. And that's one of the reasons why there's been a focus on mental health. Because I used to be like that when I was younger. I was like, oh, I'm at u- um, university and I'm sat down and I've got these assignments and why am I not doing it? I'm just sat here and I soon asleep and cry and my body aches and I'm just going to do something else. And then now I realize that I wasn't in a great place uh, mentally because... I, I didn't want to do that because it wasn't the destiny for me. But then also there was a lot of personal stuff going on that meant that I, you know, I needed to deal with that as opposed to um, focus on my on, on my education. So I think that's one of the reasons why is because a lot of other remedies have failed. And so that now they're having to pay attention to it. Okay. Wow. <laughs> you have nothing to add to that? So you spoke so fast. <laughs> Really? Yeah, I was like, wow, are you me? Well, sure <laughs> usually you... I speak faster and you speak slower than me. Well, make sure you speed it down then, bitch. I don't know. It's probably because I'm on my fourth Diet Coke. I'm going to go and grab another one in a second. But um, yeah, that's my, that's my, those are my thoughts. What notes have you made on what I've said and what are your opinions, babe? Go on. I haven't made any notes on what you've said. Wow. We don't do that on I this mean, podcast. I mean, nothing to you. Wow. No, I'm joking. Um, what, are, what are your thoughts? Why do you think... Mental health is so important now. That was very sarcastic of you. <laughs> yeah, I'm channeling my inner Karen. Okay. Um, well, I, I do think it's uh, important. I think that we've had a massive push on it um, over the last few years. And I think a lot of that's because of lockdown as well. I think that's clearly impacted all of yes, us. Yes. You yeah. know, all of us in so many ways. So there's a mental health crisis, clearly. And I also think, and I can't speak for the, the whole world here, but I, I can speak from the perspective of a, of a Brit, right? I do think... Sorry, I'm just distracting you because you're cute. Okay, but what I, did, what I did want to say was that I think you raise a really important point with lockdown because the men, uh, the World Health Organization said, mm-hmm. be ready for a, uh, for a mental health crisis. Um, so it's, it's interesting that you mentioned that. Yeah, it is. Um, anyway, what I was saying was... Um, <laughs> that was so aggressive. Passive-aggressive. Yeah, it is. This is me trying to put a serious voice on, so anyway. fuck off, okay? <laughs> I'm trying to like be serious for our listeners and get like in tune with them. Girl, pop off. You okay? do you. There's nothing to pop off about. I'm, being, I'm actually being deadly serious here. You can't even let me be fucking serious. I am letting you be okay? serious. I'm, I'm letting you be whoever you are. Okay. Anywho... Yeah, I think lockdowns caused um, a lot of shit for everyone. And um, I do think as, as Brits especially, we we live in a society where it, we are taught and we are brought up of, you know, with the fact that it's all work and no play and you work, to, you work, you work, you work, you live to work, you go to work in the dark, you come home in the dark, you do all that shit. And I think depression, anxiety, I think all these things manifest so, so much in a lot of Brits and we just push it down. And particularly yeah. growing up, you know, South Asian, uh, mental health is never talked about. It's not a thing that's talked about. You know, I've no. I've se- I've seen family members have actual mental breakdowns, and they manifest in so many ways. But it's still not spoke about. It's just you know, under the carpet. Yeah, the you know, family of- members that have tried to commit, well, that have attempted suicide and survived, and yet that's brushed under the carpet. 
like nothing's happened. How is that okay? How is that right? And, you know, coming back to the South Asian community and mental health, where the fuck is the support for um, for them? And how how are we gonna how do we educate people in the South Asian community growing up when no one knows anything? You are told to just trudge through and carry on and go on and carry on and carry on and carry on with burdens and loads on your back like nothing else and and push it down and it just manifests in horrible ways. Yeah, no, absolutely. I think um, you know it's interesting how you mentioned within South Asian families, particularly you know from our perspective, British South Asian families. It's interesting that you say that. Uh, mental health isn't talked about. I mean, now maybe to a certain extent it is, but, you know, certainly growing up it wasn't. You know, I, I don't recall people talking about it. And, um, you know, I think it's interesting that they'd sooner do an exorcism because they think that a person's possessed by a demon than oh actually God. think that it's a, it's a, an actual mental illness that a person's going through due to the conditions that they're in or genetics or whatever. And, yeah, no, absolutely. It is a boulder that you're carrying and it's continuously kind of pulling you down, um, dragging you down. And um, you certainly feel a heaviness. You feel a, an, a heaviness, a discomfort that you often find uh, that you're trying to mask it with um, temporary pleasures, be it food, drink, alcohol, sex, um, and so on and so forth. And sometimes, you know, on really unhealthy, dangerous practices like drugs as well. So, I, I mean... All of them could potentially be dangerous, but uh, I think it catches up with you sooner rather than later. It catches up with you and then you eventually have to deal with the root cause of what's causing you that pain and that rage and that discomfort. Would you agree? Yeah, I, I agree with you. You can't just keep powering through. I think... I've been guilty of just powering through, powering through, powering through, forget about everything, power through. And, you know, sometimes you've got to sit and really reflect because you need to deal with what's going on in order to heal, get better and be stronger so you can actually achieve what you want to achieve in life and do what you want to do. Okay, so, you know, I'm happy for you to ask me, ask me this question, but I'm going to ask you this question and you can edit it out if you want to. Babe, how are you? I think we should take a break before that. <laughs> Oh, suspense. Okay, dogs, we will. I think be. we should take a break and then we'll talk about our individual selves. Let's get going. Let, let's get ready for tears. I'll bring the tissues. <laughs> See you guys in a bit. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. And we are back. You are listening to the You Don't Love Me Boys podcast. Are you all settled in, strapped in for the second half? Amir, I have my uh, fourth Diet Coke. 
Fifth, actually. I, I was gonna. I, I'm not gonna say actually. Go on, say it. I'll say it's a really good idea, babe. Are you gonna be up all night? Do you know what? We're gonna find out. Go on, babe. Let's answer the question that I asked you before we took this break. How are you? Well, if I'm honest, and I'm gonna try to be as honest as I can on here, mm-hmm. um, like jokes aside, um, mentally right now I'm I'm not in a good place. Mm-hmm. Um, at all, like. I would, you know, yeah, obviously it doesn't mean, when I, when I say that, it doesn't mean I'm just in my bed all day. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, I think when, when you say that to people, they assume it means you're just full on depressed mode in your bed, not moving, not exercising, eating shit, doing all that. And then when I think they get surprised when you're like not doing all that, but you can still be shit. Does that make sense? It does. But, you know, diff- I suppose different people deal with their issues in different ways. And mm. I suppose what you're what you're also saying is there's no judgment either way. Well, I don't know. For me, there's no judgment either way. I don't know about other people. <laughs> yeah, but we're talking about you. Like, you know, no, no, you, I don't know how people judge me. Do you know what I mean? No, as in like, you're, there's no judgment either way. As in like, you could deal with mental health by shutting yourself up. Or, you know, as in like, people tend to do that or others don't go through a great time and they don't do that. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I'm um, honestly, mentally, um, not in a good place. You know, I'm getting therapy at the moment as well um, for this, which is which is good but hard. But um, you have to bear with me because it's really difficult to talk about. Sure. Um, Take your time. I would say I'm probably mentally... In one of the worst places I've ever been in my life. Yeah, it's a really tough time. You know, turning 30 was really hard and um, going through some personal things that I, beyond you and my therapist, I haven't spoken to about with anyone. Yeah. You know, um, not even my closest friends because there's days where I'm like, um, some of my closest friends, I'm like, oh, you know what, I'm, I want to talk to them about this. But to what avail? Does that make sense? I don't like burdening people. I, I don't want, I don't like to come across as an attention seeker. Um, everyone's going through their own struggles and I, I, it makes me feel icky. Does that feel, does that sound weird? Yeah. It, it, so, yeah, it sounds weird. It does. It just yeah. makes me feel gross. It, it doesn't sit well with me. And I know, and it's easy, I guess, talking into a microphone to a lot of strangers. It sounds, it sounds weird, but I get why. Yeah. It's, um, so, Without going into detail, I, you know, turned 30 recently and it, it was the um, first um, birthday in my life that my mum hasn't said happy birthday to me or my brother hasn't. Mm. And um, it's so hard, sorry. It's okay, you take your time. And it's, this is not about sexuality or anything. Um, it's not because of my sexuality. It's, it's due to uh, things in my upbringing and... Um, my mum's not speaking to me anymore. And for those of you that have listened to the podcast for a while, she's been very supportive of, uh, you know, our marriage and everything. And, um, you know, she had me really young. We've been really tight and close. And yeah, it's just, I haven't even spoken to my closest friends about it. And, and I can't, I just can't bring myself to do it. It's just too hard. And I know I've been standoffish with, some of my closest friends, you know, WhatsApp and messages and stuff and not really being responsive or how I usually am. 
because because it's like I don't know what to say. Do you know what I mean? I don't want to um, divulge into the the reasonings why. Mm-hmm. Because and because I know people listen. Like, oh, she'll come. It's not about coming around. It's not. But this is not about my sexuality at all. It, it's it's about other things and um, it, it, going through the process of realizing you've you know I've lost my mum is um, really difficult, and it's been really tough. Um, and how long has this been going on for for our listeners? You take your time, babe. I don't know. I can't. I, I don't know anymore. Um, not long. Yeah. Um, But it's a difficult time. Yeah, um, it's um, it's been really tough, and you know it, it's really hard because I, you know, we get messages every day. Uh, you guys are so strong, and I wish I could have the courage you guys do, and blah blah blah. blah. And like, I am, you know, uh, we are strong, but we are also human. Yes, and you know it, it's 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 really really difficult it's, it was really difficult going into my 30th birthday not a single message from my mum not a single message from my brother not speaking them not speaking to me anymore and them not being in my life anymore after all the support my mum's given me over everything just that that complete cut off it's gone and it's been I'm sort of embarrassed to talk about it. That's why I haven't told any of my, you know, close friends. And this is probably the first time they're going to hear about it if they listen to this because I feel embarrassed. Uh, and that sounds weird. I just feel really mortified. I feel really embarrassed. And I feel like I'm not ready to talk about the reasonings why. Uh-huh. And so my mental health is, is, is in such a strange place and it manifests in so many different ways. And it's just so tough because... You know, people are not nice out there either. You know, I've had so many not nice people in my life that have just used and abused me and treated me like shit. And I've given them so much. That you're more guarded with your emotions and as to who you yeah. share them with. Yeah. And I think that's why I'm so guarded with my emotions. That's why I'm like, I, 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 I just don't trust people, you know, with stuff. I really, really don't. And, you know, I always do like, oh, there's people that say I don't trust anyone. I don't go out there and say I don't trust anyone. But I, I genuinely... It's a fear it's because you've seen it. I've experienced shit things with people as well. People are not nice. Yeah, no, people are, are not nice, yes. Um, and some people in our past have not been nice. Um, <clears throat> and then there's some people who have been nice and they have been good and they have been great. Um, but you mentioned something... Uh, quite interesting. A couple of points actually. The first is embarrassment, mm. and you know I know you as you know a, a strong individual who's uh, proud of who they are and what they've achieved and what they stand for. <clears throat> so to the outside person, it might feel um, a little bit um, uh, different to see you use the word embarrassment. Mm. Um, to describe yourself talking about these things, you might not have the answer, and that's absolutely fine. But do you th- do you think you know the reason why you feel embarrassed to talk about this? Do you? Is it you know maybe is it? Well, oh, actually, I'll let you answer that first. I don't know. It's weird because bitch, I can fall over in front of five hundred people, and I, it won't even 
bother me, you know? And you have, hello, yeah. bring me the horizon, <laughs> death drop. That wasn't a fall. I did not fall. It was a drop. <laughs> it was a dip. <laughs> no, that wasn't, no, but that's... You death know, you, dip. But you know, you know exactly what I mean, though. Like, um, like you know, yeah, I don't, I don't think I get... With myself, don't get embarrassed like when, with what I do and what I, who I am and blah, blah, blah. But I don't know. I think it, maybe it feels like a... It feels like a personal failure in a way, mm. and it's like, oh, okay then. And I, I, I'm not, I'm not young. I'm not a young kid. I'm thirty year old grown man, and, and you're this smart. is this is happening to me now, you know. And you're a smart guy. Yeah, and sort of like I think because because of this, and this is why I'm so the way I am with people at the moment. Because I, honestly, if I'm honest with you, like everyone's got their own issues, but I'm sort of. I don't want to be that, sorry, um, that person that sort of unloads, I forgot the phrase now. You don't want to be the person who um, offloads on someone. Yeah, but there's a a phrase that I always use. Use them as your emotional dumping. Yeah, you know, people need to be ready for that. You know, and I, yeah. I, I'm a true believer in that. But I'm constantly feeling like I've been used as emotional dumping ground a lot, you know. And I, I'm a bit exhausted with hearing people's problems that are not problems. Yeah, I mean, that's that's that that's uh, uh, another piece, isn't it? But in terms of, like, you feeling um, uh, embarrassed, you say it's because it feels like a personal failure. So it's almost like as if you're saying... You know, there's a certain because failure comes from failing, as it, and you often fail because there's an expectation or an anticipation, and certain things haven't been met, and and so you've failed at them, so to speak. So is it is it a case of you know this was this not was, in my fantasy? This was not exactly. This, this was, was not in my. Say. This was not in my fantasy. <coughs> this was never in my fantasy. You know, leading a heteronormative life was never my fantasy either. By the way, I'm I'm happy and proud to be a gay man, you know, and live my truth. But like oh, this, yeah. this, this loss was never in my fantasy. Uh, this loss was never ever in my fantasy. This is my mum, my siblings was never my fantasy. Everyone else in the fucking family they can go and fuck themselves. I don't care. <laughs> I'm saying that. Oh, you know, you uncle listening to the podcast, tweeting us, doing all this. Fuck off. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Don't give yeah. a shit. What are you gonna do, mate? You don't exist in our like lives you. Y'all don't exist. Basis. Like honestly, y'all don't exist in my life. Leave us alone. Like genuinely, leave us alone. So let me ask you another question then. What? Um, shall I be frank? Go on. Who's at fault? Oh, you okay. feeling like this? You um, and and again, you may not have the answer, but. Is it your okay? Let me rephrase it. Is it your fault that you are made to feel like this? Is there anything that you? Oh no! I've done? Oh, okay. I haven't done anything at all. You've not done anything. I've wrong. not. I've not done anything wrong. This is um, about things that have happened to me growing up. Yeah. Yeah. So I haven't done anything wrong. So. You're not. It's just my mum chooses not to stick by me. You're not at and fault. And then not talk to me. You're not at fault here. No, not at all. You haven't done anything wrong. But for some reason, you still feel a, an element of shame and, and failure Yeah. in this regard, which is interesting, isn't it? Because even though you haven't done anything wrong, it's not your fault. You, you feel a sense of failure. Um, 
but the ownership of what's happening is isn't with you. You you didn't do anything wrong. Yeah, I know. Oh, I know. I'm doing therapy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's no, but it is really interesting, and it takes a certain level of consciousness and um, willingness to work at it in order to even be able to make those observations because um, the vast majority of people don't. They'll just get caught up in the argument and the emotion and they'll forever just drill through that. But mm, And I don't like, and you know, that, that side, I don't uh, talk about things much. Because first of all, I like to talk face to face with people if I can. Mm. But, and you know, my closest nearest dearest don't live the closest. Yeah. But also like, I don't, I don't like, I don't want people to view me differently. I don't like the pit. I don't want pity. Yeah. I, I don't like that. But it's so tough because you can't let things manifest inside you either. You know, I've, I've grown up with people around me, adults around me, where things have manifested so much inside them that I, I don't even know what the fuck they're doing. It's just sent them crazy, you know? And it's not healthy. And I don't want to be that person that lets things manifest inside of them. I suppose there's a balance to strike, isn't there? Because not everyone is out there to get you. And, and not you, but as in one. Oh, yeah. Not everyone is, and not everyone is bad. Not everyone is good either, and some people are, um, you know, adversaries. But, you know, what if... It's like a therapist. You know, you make that contract to say, listen, I'm going to procure your services in exchange for me being able to say what I need to say. So, similarly with a friend, you know, if you're conscious of burdening them, but if the purpose of their friendship is to be your interaction and to be there for you during the good times and the bad, then, you know, what if you were able to say to them, look, I need to talk to you about something. Are you willing to, you know, if you're, if you're available, that'd be great. Would that, would that not work? Yeah, of course. But it's, it's bringing yourself to do that, isn't it? Yeah, it's not yeah, easy. Yeah. It's not. It's not easy. Like it's not as easy as it sounds. You know. Well, look. I just want to say yes. You're going through a, a tough time, and it is. Um, un- you know, it's unfortunate that you're going through this tough time. That's through not a fault of your own, and it, it is tough to to see you going through there uh, through it as a partner. But it's not about me, and it's not about um, what I feel about it. But um, you know, I'm here for you, and. Um, I'm here to get you through it and I'm here for whatever you might need. Thank you. I know. Um, it's just, it's just tough, isn't it? You know? Um, Oh girl, it sucks. I can't, you know, you've been through it in, in, you know, roundabout way as well, but it's, it's, it's it's so rough and it, it's it's tough because like I and I'm a positive person. I keep going. I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna keep healthy. I'm gonna keep doing things. I'm gonna keep going out and about and helping the community and doing X, Y, and Z. But you know, I need to help myself as well. And well, um, no, you need to help yourself first. Yeah, I know, I know. And it's it's sort of like you know we we are real people. You know, mm-hmm. just like everyone else with feelings and problems and issues and. Um, ups and downs and highs and lows and aims and things. And then, you know, sometimes you think, all this fucking shy, like, what what are you aiming to do? Like, what's the point? Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's like, and that doesn't mean I'm, I'm not suicidal or anything. <laughs> I don't mean like that. Yeah. I mean, like, what's the point? You can't seem to put it into greater context. Yeah, what's the point? It's like, what purpose do I serve by being here? What is my purpose on this planet? 
if I'm still, if I'm continuously to go through this shit, you can have all these highs and all these amazing things that you're going through. And this, do you know what I mean? Mm. Like, what is the fucking point? It's, it's, it's wild, isn't it? It is. It is. It's unfortunate. Um, you know, certain, you know, you, you mentioned that, you know, you, you are no longer speaking to your mom and, I hope for your sake that that is not a perpetual thing. You know, I hope it's not forever. She's but, no, she's no longer speaking to moi. Yes, she's no longer speaking to you. Sorry, and I hope it's not something that lasts forever. And I hope it's something that you can work through for your sake. Or I hope whatever happens is in your favor for your overall well-being. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a difficult journey to go through. That's for sure. It really is. It's, and you know. <sighs> That so you know my mental health's not in a good place right now because of that and for for other things as well just people not being very nice at the moment and you know other stuff like you know distant family that I've let go of years ago years and years ago just not letting the fuck go yeah hostilities towards you it's just like leave me alone I I let you go when I was young like over ten years ago so <laughs> what is an ideal world for you. I I, 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 just, I don't know. I, I just don't know right now. Yeah. Living in sun, being rich, having a nice jacuzzi and pool and sauna and steam room and nature and going to see Brimith Horizon every other night, <laughs> going to gigs and um, money buys happiness, people. <laughs> Say what you want. <laughs> um, I think it was it somebody from the house of Gucci that said, I'd rather be devastated in a Rolls Royce than on a bicycle. Listen, I always say, you know, people say money don't my happiness. I'd rather be fucking depressed in a massive ass fucking... I'd rather be depressed in my own swimming pool in, you know, 25 degree heat in a hot country. Or like um, in the Keeping Up With The Kardashians, it's like, Chloe said this to me and <laughs> so we're just going to go on our tennis court and play a couple of matches and talk it out. Yeah. And then we're going to have our... Ahi salads at the country club and it's really difficult and it's like must be fucking nice girl. honestly must be nice um i never understood that it was one of the reasons why i stopped watching keeping up with the kardashians did you even watch it properly ever well i watched a couple of episodes but i was like <laughs> this is just ridiculous it's very it's like that we're gonna go on a drive i love it though i'm not gonna lie to miami <laughs> so that we can just bond because i feel like i don't know my sister anymore and it's like you've been making a show together for 13 years <laughs> on that <laughs> yeah, no. do you know what i mean she's your sister yeah literally You're in each other's shoes all the time you share the same silicon literally literally and saying that selling sunsets out soon in the new season mm-hmm. that we love that i feel like i've egged uh, egged egged i feel like i've um, hogged all the airtime. oh no it's good girl you hog it all you want we can always have a part two i think so I think so too, yeah. I think a part two would be good to this. I'm sorry that and you're And going... talk about your problems, you little bitch. <laughs> you don't get out of them scot-free. Okay, fine. So we're going to have a three-part series. <laughs> Ten-part. Um, well, you know, look, I'm really, really happy that you've opened up. Uh, how do you feel? Um, I feel devastated. No, as in how do you feel about opening up? I feel okay. Yeah? Yeah, I feel just okay. Good. Well, look, whatever you're not comfortable with, we can always edit it out. Because guess what, bitch? You're the editor. I know. And I will be editing this out. <laughs> the, the podcast is just going to be like, hi, this is Amir and Amir. Thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Um, but, you know, g- uh, good for you for um, 
speaking about your um, experiences and where you're at right now. And I'm sorry that you're going through such a difficult time. Um, there are people out there for you and they are here to support you. And I hope in time, I hope in time you realize that. Mm. Uh, and I hope in time uh, you can, you, you can recognize that because although you had a lot of hostility and toxicity towards you in uh, your earlier years, you know, through my mental health journey, I'm beginning to realize that that may it, that is not necessarily the, the case in my older years or my grow. You know, in my, yeah. in my later years, and it's a case of finding that inner child and connecting with it and giving it that reassurance to say that no one's going to hurt you, mm. and not not everyone's out there to hurt you. And do you know what? I am here for you. And having expensive therapy. And having expensive Fucking therapy. Hell. Yes. <laughs> but, how is that fair? But it's worthwhile. It is, but it's it is, not It fair. is worth its weight in gold, providing you find the right therapist. And that does take time. I mean, I'm on therapist number three, I think. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Um, the first couple didn't work out. The first one didn't. Second one definitely didn't. Uh, and then this third one, I was like, dad, is this you? <laughs> and he's like, no, bitch, don't be. <laughs> <laughs> Not this again. Don't be, do be doing that role play with me. Um, you are your own dad. <laughs> mm. He's not like that, but you know, you get the gist. Yeah. Um, we're into weird shit. No, I'm joking. Um, okay. Well, I think. We I hope can... he never listens to this. <laughs> um, I, don't I love my because... therapist. I love you so much. Oh, bless you. Yeah, I, th- I, I think um, I love my therapist too. We're pathetic. <laughs> no, we're bougie. <laughs> is what we sound like right now. Like we just had a salad, and now we're going to talk about that. We had a salad because we can't afford food anymore because of therapy. <laughs> yes, we. Are, this episode is coming to you live, pre-recorded from a cardboard box mm-hmm. uh, from our car. Oh no! Uh, but listen, it's been a wonderful episode. It's been great talking to you about this. Is there anything else that you would like to say that's on your mind? Um, no. I'm yeah. tired now. Okie dokie. Well, thank you very much, everyone, for listening. There is going to be a part two, maybe a part three. I think we should have more conversations around our mental health and well-being. And having uh, that frank discussion certainly does help. If you guys are struggling, then feel free to reach out to people as and when you're ready. There is a whole support system out there. Even if you cannot afford uh, therapy or private therapy, you know, be try and aim to be that solution-oriented person. And I'm sure um, that you will eventually um, find the support that you need. Um, So here's wishing you all the very best. And we shall see you at the next episode. Until then, we love you, but you You don't don't love me. me. Are you ready? Goodbye. Yeah, but I'm ready. You ready? ready. I'm ready to press the stop button. Thank you for listening to the You Don't Love Me podcast with Amir and Amir. Follow us on Instagram at You Don't Love Me Boys. Follow us also on Twitter at YDLM Boys. And you can also email us on You Don't Love Me Boys at Outlook.com. Thank you very much for listening. Bye.